now. But it's normally hot in here. Y'all be seeing my mustache light? Because it's you. Come on. Listen. Let's, let's ready. You ready. I thought it was wine glistening. <laughs> That's the <laughs> secret. Look at you. <laughs> you know what? Welcome you back. Don't have wine. much to breathe. <laughs> you do. You got a lot of shit in your apartment. You definitely got mad things to breathe. The king gonna be like, never mind. Let me just restore your lease. Let me just give it back. Give it back. <laughs> give you another chance. <laughs> I am Marley. <laughs> And I am Tamara, and this is Talks with Mine. <laughs> Do this on camera. See y'all pressing all the clips. Listen, I apologize. Y'all know y'all probably watching it, and y'all see me sniff my nose a lot. It is allergy season, and the pollen is heavy, and I have severe sinus issues. So, and back to you, Tamara. <laughs> I just want to explain to people who see me sniffing my nose on camera. They're probably going to be like, what's the Hi. Let's Today's episode, we are going to do a little bit of self love and a little self reflecting because I think it's a really good time because we are in a goddamn retro break. I was about to say, Me, myself, that's not that, 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 that's better. Get it together. You wanna heal your body. I don't know what that one is. NDRE, okay. get it together. I'm not an NDRE fan. Oh, I said it. Oh, I said it. I like. I heard she's really rude. I heard that too. I heard she is really rude in person. That's why I love Erica Badu. But anyways, um. Oh my my my. <laughs> so yes, yeah, today we are reading. <laughs> we are reading. We are reading letters to ourselves. But. This is how it's gonna work. To our younger selves. Well, we picked the age then. range. We picked the age range that you wanted to write the letter in. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm reading Kamara's letter. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Kamara, little Kamaya's letter. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm reading 18 year old Marley's letter. And what we're going to do is <laughs> after <laughs> after we <Yeah>. read <laughs> after we read one's letter, mm-hmm. I would like for you to explain. Why did you choose to write it okay. to yourself at this particular age? Okay. And what is the purpose? Mm-hmm. So who would like to go first? I do, because I'm that classmate. Wow. Remember we have the reading class, and you just read I didn't need an explanation. Read your letter. No. <laughs> I just want to get out the way. I was that classmate. I was, the one that would pre-read before they get called on. Come on, sis. All right. <clears throat> to the younger me who did not know any better, I am proud of how far oh, you have come. And what you have accomplished this far. But sometimes I can't help but think, maybe we could have gotten it together sooner. Maybe we could have focused more and shut more people out to handle things. You know, you spent a lot of years putting yourself on the back burner to help others. Is this my letter? Oh. (laughs) To help others. And, And while we have come across a lot of people who have been a great portion and a great addition to your life, we wasted time. We've allowed ourselves to dim our light by bringing it to the wrong people. Modeling was fun, and we loved that, but you always knew you wanted more. I'm glad you, it did. I'm glad, in parentheses, I'm glad you, shut your mouth, I'm glad you didn't give up on school because that was not easy. I tell you this, little bitch, you have to believe in yourself more. There will be people who have to take a different route in your life, and that's okay. You don't have to hold on to them. Start the business your heart resonates with, and then start another. Be mindful to watch your credit. Is this my letter? Read more, do more. We can play and work hard, but you'll find a way to create the revenue that allows you to do it all. Focus on what matters, love yourself more, and at the end of the day, no point in regretting those decisions because everything you have overcome is proof 
that you got this. Go off, Marley. Come on. Go off. Oh, come on, Marmar. Okay. Mar. It's a <laughs> Now, do you want to explain or do you want to wait till we all read? Oh, we can all read. Okay. I'm going to just follow suit. <clears throat> all right. Dear Tamara. Why? Oh, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Dear Tamara, it is amazing to know that now that we're almost 30, you have come such a far away from the somewhat timid and bashful girl you used to be. And in every regard, I am proud of you, proud of us. I say us because without the younger version of myself, I would not have gotten to be who I am today. It's not a solo journey and we've learned some hard lessons and lost some people along the way, oh, but it's all meant to be. Whew. I felt that for you. <laughs> you should know I'm honored to be the older version of you because I get to reflect on all the growth and changes that I've made, whether by force or choice. I am in the acceptance that there is no progress or comfort in being I am in the acceptance <laughs> that there is no progress or comfort in being comfortable. Come on, that is a word. Mm. The hard choices and real life lessons that we've experienced molding us into the fearless woman that is presented today is mind blowing. We didn't take a straight path and we lost the silver spoon along the way, but we've accepted that and adapted to every situation ever thrown at us. So with that, I've accepted my flaws. I am working daily on accepting the changes. Thanks for your brilliant mind and sense of humor, stride and strong spirited nature. We got some more things to do, baby girl. Baby girl. But we got this. I love the most. And to quote Cleo Wade, baby, you are the strongest flower that ever grew. Remember that when the weather changes, come on, I like that. I just wanna repeat one line. I am in the acceptance that there is no progress or comfort in being comfortable. Lil Wayne said it the best, don't you ever get too comfortable. I'm not saying that. That was a powerful well, that was to me. That, you know what I'm saying? She wrote that to herself. She wrote that to me. She out here like, let me get this quote. No, that quote is on my lifeline. That's that is my cool. daily affirmation. All right, dear little Kamaya, right now you're probably somewhere trying to figure out how to be accepted at school. You're not taking your education seriously, and you'd okay. rather fool around. She, this is this is really what I should have. <laughs> I want you to know that you are amazing. You are worth so much more than you think. And if you think that getting older makes things easier, it doesn't. Mm. Things get even harder for you. Just... <laughs> but you are going to blossom into such an amazing young woman. A fact. <laughs> you will grow a sense of independence and pride that carries you through your 20s. A fact. You will find what you think is love, but it will be a lesson needed for your growth. Mm. Those who envied you as a child will have to take back the things they said about you. Don't be afraid of change and do not stray away from taking risks. They will benefit benefit you more than then they hurt you. And girly, just so you know, you are the, this was censored, this is not a censored show. You are the shit. I had to censor it <laughs> because shit. I can't print cuss words that She the shit. Oh. Well, she the shit. And no one will be able to take away from you. Oh, to take it away from you. Remember to love yourself and honor your feelings. They are important. You are loved and appreciated. 
Big Daddy Kid. Okay. And she also said, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say Big Daddy Kid. <laughs> but that's who she ad-lib. <laughs> These are some powerful letters, ladies. Yes. All right. So, so what was the next question? The question I have, mm -hmm. and I'm going to start with you, Mark, since we read yours. Mm -hmm. Writing your letter to yourself, did it invoke any emotions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not political. Yes. Um, like, like when you wrote your letter, like, did it bring back <clears throat> memories and feelings? Like, how did you, how did you really feel writing it? I really had to dig in because, like I told you guys the previous episode, I'm just trying to come to terms with a lot of things that I probably, younger me, 18-year-old me, probably wouldn't have dealt with. And accepting those things now, when I know I could have accepted them in the past, is like, well, you wasted time on these things. You should be, you should be advancing yourself. You should be doing these things. And it's like, but younger you wasn't thinking. So it's like, I'm acknowledging growth. I'm acknowledging all the things that got me here. Mm -hmm. And that came into my letter. Whew. Mm. Tam. Well, well. <laughs> Ma'am. Cam. Hey. <laughs> like, how's it going? Tell me about your letter. I'll start that. I will. Um, okay, so. <laughs> no, my letter. Um, my letter evoked, invoked, excuse me, invoked, fuck it. My letter. Um, <laughs> what did it bring out of you? It brought out of me remembering, actually giving myself credit for, um, actually it really, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like stumbling you my words right now. It really made me force myself to look back at where I've come from and what all of the growth that I've actually been through. It made me, um, cause I'm a person that's like, if something hits the fan, I wanna talk about it right then and there. I wanna get it over with and I just wanna move on. Um, and like sometimes I don't allow myself to process because I'm the person that's like, you know what, honestly, it's all good. Don't worry about it. All right, cool, whatever. I'm very adaptive. So it made me sit and kind of be like, Yes, you're adaptive, but you deserve to be able to be like, actually, I didn't like how that made me feel. We did go through a lot of stuff as a kid. We did get through some things. You do deserve credit to give yourself credit. I'm not looking for nobody else to give me credit, but I deserve to sit down and say, hey, I'm proud of you. Like, good job. You know, you you got, you got through it. Like, you look back at all the things that, you know, you've been through with family and friends and you got through it and this is where you are now and look, at what you've you know seeded for yourself and look what's blooming, look, look what's blossoming, and um, that's pretty much what it was. Oh, yeah. What about you? So, unlike the two of you, <laughs> I didn't write this letter to 18 year old Kamaya because I feel like the issues that I had growing up started from young Kamaya mm -hmm. when Kamaya started getting picked on in school. I think mine and was more like addressed to the 16 year old 16 year old yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> so like my letter i specifically wanted to write it to the younger me like the younger younger you, you. yes mm -hmm. because um you belched no <laughs> <laughs> i did not the only person who says belch I did no not. she's not no she's not just i did day. not belch i just had to clear my throat <laughs> but no like younger kamaya like kids are cruel you ain't kids lying. are cruel they are truthful. and i will say harsh 
growing up, I really wanted to be accepted in school because I didn't feel like I fit in at home because mm -hmm. I was that awkward child. I was always getting in trouble. Like, I was just, I'm weird. Like, y'all know that. I'm, I know. I, I love it now. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But growing up, you know, you just wanted to be cool. You wanted to fit in. Kind of. And that was my thing. Like, <laughs> in school, I always wanted to just be, like, cool with everybody, mm -hmm. you know? And like I got picked on a lot, and then I got into a lot of fights because I also have a temper, mm -hmm. and I also have a mouth. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> what? So it's just like I really, and this is the thing: I was very smart growing up, mm -hmm. but I didn't. I said growing up, I'm still intelligent now, <laughs> but I didn't focus on my education as much as I should have growing up. Mm -hmm. I did not take education seriously until my senior year in college. What? Oh. What? <laughs> Yo, I. Let ancient. me take it back. <laughs> Yo, I. Let me stop being ignorant. Let me start. <laughs> <laughs> Sis, for the master's? <laughs> She's like, this past graduation, that's, that's what I really, really was like. like oh, All right, yeah, let, let me clean it up. Me, <laughs> no, sir, no, sir. I just had to, lo I had to loosen it up, lighten it up. No, I want to say I was in maybe the 10th grade mm -hmm. when a guidance counselor sent me back and she was just like you missed the whole third or fourth semester of your ninth grade so you are not on track to graduate on time so you not have to do night school <laughs> oh and yeah <laughs> yes i had to bite my tongue because i remember like just really not caring because i wanted to just like be cool yeah and it was just like now that i look back at it some of the things that i was doing and some of the people that i was running with and a lot of the trouble i got in it was foolish like my entire 10th grade year and my summer i spent going to night school i went to day school and night school yes. so in the 11th grade i did not have to deal with it yes like <laughs> i graduated on time you should and that's and that's what i want to say like you should also commend yourself for pushing but, yourself after realizing that but, because you could have just been like well, and that's the thing it's like especially when you don't have like things or people or things around you to be like yo listen you need to clean it up yeah and that's the thing and that was another thing when i was like i said that in my letter those people who talked down to me those people that i envied growing up like both family members and people i went to school with were like oh you ain't gonna be shit or oh, you're not gonna graduate or you're not gonna make it to college you're not gonna do this and i'm like looking at myself now like y'all don't understand i don't know how i got a master's degree i don't know who gave me a master's degree well who was there this, this, i don't think the ball white guy <laughs> <laughs> you remember his name when no. i look, look at the program like, <laughs> when i look back at jacob when i look back at like a lot of stuff and it's just like my letter is like this letter is to me but to any young girl, young kid, period, yeah, yeah. who's in, like, that stage in their life where they feel like, I, you over here, you ain't shit, you ain't ever gonna be shit, mm -hmm. your grandmama ain't shit, your kids ain't gonna be shit. Like, mama Neil. <laughs> Ooh, Neil. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to the Players Club. Like, that's how I felt, and I want them to know, like, you know, you can overcome, you can get through this. Like... And I think you're a kid for a reason. Right. But remember in our last episode where we talked about all the things we didn't know and we weren't listening to? No. 
That's what influenced so this. Because I still ain't listening. <laughs> that's the thing. And but that's what that's where this came from. Because yeah. I feel like we're now reflecting on these things at whatever stage we're at in life. And this is the funny thing, right? Like a lot of kids who grow up in the situations that I grew up in, I didn't have guidance. You know what I mean? I was my family knew we left the house and went to school and they knew we came home on time. They didn't know what happened in between. It wasn't until they got a call home like, hey, your niece, your granddaughter did not come to school third or fourth semester. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't until the end of the school year. I didn't have like people stop checking for my homework, stop because there's so much going on and like I come from a big family, so it's mm. easy to get like, Lost yeah. So it's mm. just like, mm. it's all right, sis. You get through it, and I you think, become great. I think for me, it was like, like I said, I just try to. I'm a person now that like I'm getting to a point where I'm allowing myself to process things in real time, because I'm just accustomed to things going on. Like my household wasn't. It was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those households where it was like on the outside, everybody in the family picture is like this. On the inside, it's batshit crazy. <laughs> you know, it's it's batshit crazy. And you know, for like, for me to get up, go to school, for me to like, you know, just get through those things, have a whole family situation with like my parents and my whole family basically being like torn apart at, in like my tenth grade year. And for me to kind of have to process that through like 11th and 12th grade and then just kind of go forward with, you know, missing a whole parent, you know, it's just kind of like, my dad's not dead. He's just, I don't know. Missing. What, I don't know what he had. <laughs> missing. You know, but yeah, like, um, it's just, it's just, and for me and my dad to be like this and now my whole household is like literally split, you know, like I'm not with my brother. I'm, it's me and my mom over here. My brother's over there. It's just got really like. You know, it was like my whole world turned upside down and I had to literally go to school the next day. Like not even like I get a week, you know, it's not like my mom could call the guidance counselor and be like, hey, listen, a whole ordeal went down. She's going to be out of, no, it was all right, girl. I know that happened last night, but tomorrow you got to go to school. Do you want to know what's so weird? And like, it's just like, and I think that's another thing because my grandmother was a strong influence in my life. Mm -hmm. And I remember she passed on that Monday, and like when my grandmother, like it was like soul food when, when Big Mama died. Like mm-hmm. my grandmother raised us; she raised all her grandkids practically. Mm-hmm. So when she passed, it was just like your heart being ripped from you. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, there was no stay home today if you need to stay home. No, it was go to school, and I legit had to. There was no grieving. <laughs> There was no morning. Like I went to school yeah. every day after and, that. And I feel and like processed that in real time, like and sat with my peers, like having you know, and me like literally sitting in class, like just replaying, it. like what the fuck happened? The the you know what I'm saying? Like what led up to this, like replaying things that like only my best of best friends, you know, really knew, like because it was just like it was so wow, you gotta tell somebody. And I bet you you probably masked it so no one else would ask you what's wrong. At all, you know what I mean? Like, but Shout out to Chops, Aunt Debs, and Mills, because those are really like my brothers. Those are really the the men that basically came in and was like, yo, honestly, like, you are now my sister. You are now my family. You are now my blood, and that's how we're going to treat you. Those are the men who, like, literally took... I'm almost fucked up. 
those are the individuals so like when it came when it came down to like stuff like that it's like those are the things that I now now that I have a child myself now that I have things going on in you know my own personal life just moments where I just sit back and I'm like damn you know that was really traumatizing like mm-hmm. god damn that was some traumatic shit but hey guess what like you got through mm-hmm. and but it also shaped me and the same things that it shaped my good habits, it also shaped some of my bad habits because now I'm sh- from from that age of 16 tomorrow and on was like, oh, well, you know what I realized? Men are beautiful. I never I never thought they were any less. I just thought, well, they weren't for me. Not that I turned into like a lesbian or anything. Not that, there's anything not that there's anything wrong with that either. <laughs> but like, it was just what? like, I just turned into a dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, you I just turned into a you, you was having a... You was having a city girl summer before the city girls before was Before they even knew. And I'm all having a project. It was very much No, but you know what I'm saying? Like that. And I didn't honestly didn't really reflect on those things until I got literally like 25, 26. That I was like, you know something? Like I was really on some man eater shit. Like I was just like, well y'all look good for this and that's what's up but i don't want to date you and it just molded you know like it molded my view on marriage it molded my view on like things you know just certain things that you don't even that i didn't even think about until now that i have a child i'm like damn you know what like i step back and i'm like ooh. and then you reflect on growing up yeah and so like, and that's the thing i feel like ooh. a lot of people say oh this topic i do a lot of people say like you know like oh you know you're an adult now so you can't always blame it on your childhood but if we really take a look at it a lot of the shit that stems in our adult life was rooted from when we were children and now we're trying to learn to undo undo those things undo these cycles those habits those family those these are generational curses whether you want to because did anyone teach you about grief no. Like, I kid you not. I saw it and I was like, whoa. My father died. <laughs> my father died in the seventh grade, my seventh grade, right? Mm-hmm. My grandmother died in the eighth. There was no grieving process. No one taught you how to sit down and talk out your emotions and write. But that's there was nothing. The, uh, the thing with that also is we don't normally speak about these things. We're not speaking on emotions. We're not speaking on how to get exactly. through them. Exactly. And generationally, and that, our parents probably. Exactly. And then sat down, and that's what and that's what they know. So it's Honestly, you know, it's not like blaming. It's just it's just, it's just really realizing. Reflecting. Yeah, yeah, it's just realizing. Like, I don't even blame the parents because they had me saying guidance counselors for anger management, and all they did was point out a piece of. What, what emotion are you today? Oh, yeah, no. I already been through that. So that's, your mother that's cute. Up. And you got the little certificate that says, you have, yeah, I'm. They had me in that shit for four years. Wow. Did nothing for Put you. a rubber band to pop to deal with your anger. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's bad for your arteries, but go on. It's bad for you, period, sis. It's bad for you, period. But, but, honestly, for me, it's a lot of knowing where I want to be in life. Like, I didn't grow up with both parents. My father didn't come into my life. Like, he was there, but my father was back in Haiti. Yeah. So I didn't have a male figure for a while. My older brother was just there. And then it was just me and my little brother. You did a heavy eye roll when you said that. He was right there. there. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. He was like there. He stole your lunch money? He took your lunch money? I don't money? think he gave it to me. I'm like, he ate your snacks. Because I'm the way you eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> 
older brother, but the thing is, me and my older brother are 12 years apart, so there was okay. no, you know, and we were like that. Seven years apart, so it's like, but that was, I was his shadow. But me so. and Carrie are close. We're close enough to be like, yo. Shout out to Carrie. We're going to shout you out every episode. Yep. Pay some bills. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay no bills. <laughs> Save your money, Sean. Save your money. <laughs> nope, but see, that's the thing also. So my little brother and I, we have a lot of conversations where we're like reflecting on our childhood. Mm-hmm. And there are things that I'm bringing to him because we're six years apart. There are things that I've watched growing up that he doesn't even remember. And I'm just like, you don't remember that? Okay, fine. And it's like, mm-hmm. me, me and my, this, I have three sisters that are, I said I have three sisters, I have four sisters. Why you don't roll your eyes? I have <laughs> four sisters, and the three youngest is me and my two other sisters. We legit sit down and reminisce on so much, and when we really sit back and we think, we be like, yo, we grew up in some shit. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and all these conversations that I've been having, like, I've made it, and so we think it's 27. I don't. I never thought it was normal because oh, I was already me. told. I was already told. Like, I went through something back in middle school. Obviously, when a child goes through something and some an adult notices it, what do they do? Either call social services or have you taken some sort of something. They made me go sit down with a, a freaking therapist. I was like, my mama said not to talk to you. So. Like a true black child. <laughs> so. My mom said I can't come to the door. My mom said I can't answer the phone. But, but no, you know, my mom we said she not here. We this lady was asking me about my feelings, how I felt about things, and I'm just like, I don't know. She was like, Well, you're very passive aggressive. Okay. I stopped going. My yeah. mom said I didn't have to go. I'm not going. You see, but that's so how my things. therapist was. That those are how my therapists were too. But then I also feel like you know, never mind. That's a different topic for a different time because you can't mess with someone's license. But I do feel like certain therapists back in the day who deal with children can try harder. Because they I remember can. one time they told my grandmother to put me on medication. But that's but you have to also take into account that that is their job. I, like there are people who are licensed to prescribe you in I therapy. I was dealing with grief. You don't do. And but that's why that, I mean, you know, like, and that's that why I know. said there was a disservice, mm-hmm. and I feel like there was a lot of disservice to a lot of kids in our age range growing up because they didn't have this information. Like, you know what I mean? No one yeah. really talks Honestly, about stuff like that, like now, grieving and how to deal with your emotional, your emotional I'm glad and you mental said that health. Because in Oregon, they have started to implement mental health days for kids. I hope they give it to Can adults we, as well. I was gonna say Massachusetts, but, but I don't. I, I don't think, think I need a mental health day. I need a menstrual health day because let me tell you something about my cramps. Can I get up now? No. no. <laughs> let me tell you something about my cramps. Okay? What? I am tired of her and her cramps. I am tired of her. We don't heard about her cramps. I am tired of you. I am tired of you. Immediate endometrius and any of those things of the sort. You deserve a day. Just like the rest of us. These bitches don't want to talk about it, but I will. You deserve it. No, because you deserve several days. You deserve to work from home. If you don't feel up to it, that's a mental health day. Let me tell you why. Because if my cramps is not, if they got, if they're cramping, I I might snap on you. I really might snap on you. Did you write that in your letter? Let me get to your letter. Will you do? (laughs) No, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow's letter. That's tomorrow's note to self. I write daily notes to myself. So that's tomorrow's note. But, but no, I am. <laughs> I am happy that they're doing that because I sat in the car with my mother discussing college, and 
staying at so a lot of you know now that I left my job due to the overwhelmingness of the environment. My mom is one of those people like, why don't you stick it out? And I noticed a lot of her generation and before are always that, why don't you stick it out? A and lot I'm of our generation out. now is still sticking out. I yes. feel like a lot of people sure. I have to say right now. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> and oh, I, no. my mom, she's, I don't know, she's a Leo. She has her opinions and that's that. But it's just like, this is a new time. This you know, is a new no, era. Like, <laughs> I love Leo. I feel like but you know they have strong. And the thing is, like, a lot them, of people is they're afraid. Like, listen, I was listening to another podcast, and the girl says she was. <laughs> listen, I was listening to another podcast, and so she she basically said, long story short, she quit her job to focus her accounting job to That's focus stressful. on her creative work, and all she thinks about is going broke. And I feel like that's why a lot of people stick it out. And I but feel like that's, that's why our parents kept right. us around and but told us. But even when it comes to college, my mom is, like, advocating that my little brother finishes school. My little brother may or may not want to finish school. So he, I told her he needs that time. He needs that time off to understand to that away. maybe this is not what I want to do. Because yeah. I'm $50,000 in student loans <laughs> debt. And exactly, and the thing is, so I really don't, you know, but I empathize. There are a lot of people. I'm staring at a six-figure debt. But a lot of people who do finish school go into debt and don't work on their career. Why would you push for someone who knows that this is not what they want to do? If the classroom is not their structure, why would you push them to that? And I, why would you drive them to freaking mad? And this is why I'm like, and. I advocate that, and that's another thing I wish, like, I should have looked at my letter to my younger self, because, I <laughs> because I, there's so much stuff that I wanted to do, like, I wanted to be a writer, I wanted to be a psychiatrist, I also love finance, I also love the mental health field, and I enough. stayed in school, and you can. I stayed in undergrad, is in <laughs> I stayed in undergrad for six years, for six years, changing majors. Mm. Uh-uh. I and it's like and if someone told me like hey take stayed, a year off then figure out what you want to do I stayed in my I'm one of those people like if I started I'm going to finish that shit I don't care what it takes that's Ooh. why in my letter I said Admirable. I know it was hard I know that Admirable. Was hard. <laughs> I'm one of those people that's like this is no longer what I want to do it no longer serves me I'm leaving and, that's a, and here's ooh. the thing but I didn't want to invest in that's a, it's a, that's a double that's a double sword though because now I'm just I'm really like like I said I'm about to be 30 in September and I'm really just now getting to a point where I'm like actually this is really what I want to do but I don't feel bad about it and I have no regrets about my choices because I'm like yo if I didn't first of all my path is already laid out it was right. already written that I was going to do all this crazy madness and zigzag around and start at marine biology and, and at botany so it just it just kind of it just kind of goes that way but I think when you're in the thick of it it's like damn I really wish I knew what I knew then it's like I and don't that's I don't well like my it is what brother. it is yeah and because you know, my mother pushed me to have that mindset yeah it's like you better finish that you're not wasting my money like okay so let me let me just continue because I went back into school like I went when I was signing up for classes I think my junior year I was like can I switch my my major to business and they were like yeah that's gonna be an additional two years and I was like oh let me just finish this and now I'm going back to school for business and- like and this is another thing I do want people to know too. Mm, I may go back. 
And that's okay. I also Travel. I also okay. want people to know everything like the letatory and Brussels is beautiful. But also everything that we've gone through was an experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't think I would change or nope. trade it for anything. Nope. Because I'ma tell you right now, Miss Daisy, my grandmother, she in her time here. Miss Daisy? Miss that's her nickname, Miss Daisy. Mm-hmm. All the tattoos were Daisy's for her. Uh-huh. Like she raised a strong I mean granted when she died, like I said, I was she was in, I was in eighth grade. But what she taught me from birth until eighth grade mm-hmm. shaped me to be who I am. My worth ethic, my work ethic is from her. Mm-hmm. The way I clean my house, cause some oh no, listen. <laughs> it's because of her. Like you know what I mean? Just my strength and my guidance and my wisdom is because of her and I wouldn't change that for anything. And I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like God knew what he was doing when he took her from me mm-hmm. at that age because I had to grow. Yeah, of course. I had to grow. <laughs> Same for me. Because my dad would have been, honestly, I imagine that if my dad was still in the picture, I probably wouldn't even be doing this. I probably would not care what nothing you mean? about. I probably would have been a nurse or something if my grandmother was still Yo, alive. No, and not for nothing, I probably would have been. been like some super over-the-top preppies stushy like i really probably i was such a daddy girl so i don't think no I'm, well <laughs> i i just think that i just it just would have been a total different like it just would have been a totally different me i think i would have been super rigid like i don't think i would have you know experienced what i experienced like i don't i think i'll and be okay stuff right you know like what I'm saying? yeah for real and i, I like love who i turned out to be i think i think it's great like no offense daddy but i'm just saying that i think i think the sheltering probably would have created a whole different version of yourself like a whole different version of myself so i was the sheltered one but i was always rebelling or i was always trying to rebel now that i can rebel but that's the funny thing is we were sheltered we were sheltered growing up but it was just like we were sheltered but then still had freedom within our siblings and cousins so it's just like when I look at some of the things I, I was said, sheltered and scolded. <laughs> look at this story. Fuck it. When I look at some of the things that like people my age were doing at eighteen and nineteen, I was just like, if you look at the things they're I doing could now, wait. I could wait. And it's just like I'm like, you know what? <laughs> do you have clothes on, Mar- Marley? Because I am done with we have to do a countdown. How many times you you're done with them? Gee, this one. I walk off. Potty toddy. But yes. Lottie dotty. We like the body. I didn't ask you to do that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Kill my joy. But I do that on a daily. <laughs> <laughs> she said it like it's on her resume. She's like. like a, they're like, and here I see you, uh, Masters, and what's Killjoy? What's that? Killjoy. Kills Marley Joy. Oh, Kills is Marley Joy. Is that is that a is that a high paying position? Well, or? a steal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a voluntary service oh, that I provide. Oh, amazing! So three days a week. I volunteer to help her. Yo. <laughs> to help her. Hey, I did see. I was sad. It, it killed me. <laughs> it killed me. It kills me. No. No, I didn't tell her that. I don't know. It's <laughs> you to know how much you really love me. So and the joy that said, I take from closing you. Remarks. Have a good night, guys. Closing remarks is to take the time to write yourself a letter. Right. Um, take the time to reflect. reflect. And Especially in this retrograde. 
Hurry up the clothes, hurry up the clothes. Right. Thank you so much, it's been a wonderful night. Thank you for telling me. Write a letter to your 50 year old self. Ooh, 50 year old me. Is you still popping it? If I'm gonna look like my mother, I am writing this letter. Listen, if I'm gonna look like my mother, I'm probably on a dance floor talking about you. You can't even do it yet. Right. You see me with this one, with this one move, right? Write a letter to your 50 year old self and we'll visit that. 50 year old me is gonna learn how to do the electric slide. I won't.